Wow, that was one heck of a uh, uh, a Saturday. Start off week two in college football. Four teams, four top 25 teams went down as, uh, uh, let's see, Marshall beat Notre Dame 26-21. to Notre Dame was then number eight in the country. Uh, Appalachian State defeated Texas A&M. It's pretty big, if, if, I, if I do say so myself. And then Washington State, Washington State, my apologies, beat number nineteen Wisconsin. But we're not about we're not talking about them today. We are talking about Indiana, as they beat Idaho thirty-five to twenty-two. This was a sloppy game to begin with. A thirty-five minute rain delay uh, forced IU to play at eight thirty-five. Originally a 8 p.m. kickoff on at BTN. Um, I don't even know what to say here. I mean, you're 2-0, great, coming off of a huge win over the Illinois Fighting Illini, a team that was supposed to be a dark horse in the Big Ten West. Um, you beat them 23-20 on a last-minute uh, uh, touchdown drive that led to a win at home. And then you come in, come back home, and you play an Idaho team that played Washington State very well. That same Washington State team beat Wisconsin today. So, Idaho is no slouch. Idaho was no slouch last night on Saturday night. My apologies. Um, it took Indiana a whole half to get on the board. A interception and a forced fumble is what caused... Indiana to go down 10 to nothing in the first half. And then the third quarter, they just poured it on. They scored 23 straight points in the third quarter. A touchdown, a safety, and two more touchdowns. And then the fourth quarter, two touchdowns to go up 35 to 16. 35 to 10. And then Idaho gets two touchdowns on what Tom Allen calls blown assignments. Now, the Indiana game itself was not that great. It was a rainy game. You can't really blame on the weather. I mean, I guess you could. But, I mean, this game is not really about the weather. This is really about if Indiana is back, and they are not back. Uh, This game was terrible. You were playing an Idaho team that, again, like I said earlier, they played a Washington State team very well back to to the very end that also... That Washington State team beat Wisconsin. Pretty big, right? So, you're playing an Idaho team that's very good, that has potential to win, and you blow it. I mean, you win, but at the same time, you don't win in the way that you wanted to win. Last year, you beat Idaho 56-14 to uh, on a season that you only went 2-10. <clears throat> apologies, my apologies. 2-10. Uh, and 0-9 in the Big Ten, and this year you start off 2-0, 1-0 in the Big Ten Conference. The rest of your schedule is kind of, really kind of not easy. You got Western Kentucky next, they're 2-0. Um, they beat Austin P. and they beat Hawaii, and Hawaii just got their butts beat by Michigan. You got Cincinnati, a team that's 1-1, team that lost to Arkansas and a team that beat Kennesaw State and FCS team 63-10. The same Cincinnati team that Indiana lost to last season by two touchdowns, I believe, um, 
Then you go on the road to Nebraska, which they fired Scott Frost, finally, after abysmal five years. You got Michigan at home. You got Maryland at home. You have Rutgers on the road. You have Penn State at home. You have Ohio State on the road. Michigan State on the road. And then you finally have the Old Okambuka game, Purdue at home. Um, I'm going to say Indiana's going to go 3-1 and one coming into Big Ten Conference. They're going to lose to Cincinnati. They'll beat Western Kentucky. Uh, they'll beat Nebraska, unless Nebraska just somehow miraculously beats Indiana, which I don't know how they would win. Uh, you lose to Michigan. You beat Maryland. You beat Rutgers. You lose to Penn State, as always. You lose to Ohio State. Not a shocker, and you lose to Mission State, but you beat Purdue. So you're gonna go six and six at the end of the year. And whatever bowl game you go into, you're gonna win that. Tom Allen is gonna finally put Indiana back on the map and win a bowl game for Indiana. It's been a long time since Indiana's won a bowl game. I believe it's there since what, ninety eight? Correct me if I'm wrong, 98, 1998. Um, But yes, I do believe this season is going to be a little better than... It's going to be, actually, it's going to be a lot better than last year. 2-10, and 0-2 in the Big... 0-8, 0-9 in the Big 10, my apologies. Um, The team leaders right now, Connor Basilak, 527 passing yards. Sean Shivers has 183 rushing yards. Cam Camper, the uh, leading receiver with 199. Cam Jones, 19 tackles. Josh Sanguinetti with one interception. Overall, Connor Bazelak is looking solid. 44 of 81, 527 yards, 6.5 average. 52 is his longest, and that was the game against Illinois. Three touchdowns, two interceptions, and a sack. Uh, His completion rating is 54 Point three, not not so great. The rushing so far: Sean Shivers, 35 attempts for 183 yards, 5.2 average yards, 46 is his longest, and two touchdowns. Um, Josh Henderson looking great as a running back: 13 attempts for 65 yards, 5.0 is his average, 14 is his longest, and a touchdown. Receiving, again, like I said, Cam Camper, 15 receptions for 199 yards, 13.3 average yards, 40 is the longest, no touchdowns, though. DJ Matthews in second place with uh, 10 receptions for 160 yards, 16 uh, yards average, 52 is his longest, and two touchdowns. AJ Barner, the tight end, 7 receptions for 82 yards, 11.7 yards per um this is average, 43 yards as long as a touchdown. Kicking uh, Charles Camber, Charles Campbell, five of fifteen, five of five, hundred percent field goals. He has three for four on field goals. Um, from on the defense, Cam Jones leading the way, eight solo tackles, eleven assisted. Uh, 19 total tackles, a sack, uh, 7 sack yards, 
Jalen Williams, 10 solo tackles, 4 assists. Um, Desan McCullough. Let's talk about him for a second. Desan, he's a freshman that came out of my high school, Bloomington South. And so far, he has 5 solo tackles, 6 assist tackles, 2 sacks, and 11 yards for that sack. That's really good for a freshman. I mean, he was... He was wreaking havoc all game in the first and a little bit of the second half before coming out. Um, But yeah, I think Desan McCullough is going to be a huge, huge player. Huge player to watch this season for Indiana and possibly in the Big Ten. Uh, But overall, I do think Indiana has to clean up a lot of things going into that Western Kentucky game. Western Western Kentucky is no slouch, but at the same time, they have played no teams. No teams. They played FCS teams, Austin P and Kensal State. Both beat them very badly. But then again, you're... I don't know. It's a, it's a really hard thing to judge at the moment, but I do think Indiana is going to go 3-1 and one going into that Nebraska game and win three Big Ten games... And they're going to lose the rest, the big ones, against the ranked teams. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State. Um, Yeah, and you're going to lose to, you're going to beat Cincinnati. Actually, you're going to lose to Cincinnati, beat Western Kentucky. So you're going to go 2-1. But I I don't know. I mean, Tom Allen has been okay. He's led them to, what, three or four bowl games in his whole tenure at uh, Indiana 2020 seems like a fluke at this moment. At this point, I mean, you got lucky in 2020. You beat Penn State. I I don't think that Michael Penix was in bounds. I believe the football touched the uh, paint, <clears throat> the white paint first. I think he was out, and Penn State should have won that. Um, then you beat Michigan, Rutgers, Maryland, Michigan State. Uh. I mean, you go on a rampage, but you only lose two games. Ohio State and Ole Miss. They really should have just lost every single game. Actually, no, I take that back. They really should have just beaten Rutgers and Maryland. Those are the only two games they should have won. But instead, they got lucky, and they beat Penn State, and they went on a roll. Um, But in general, I do think Indiana is going to do better this year, uh, they're definitely going to, I mean, they have already improved from last season with the Son, with Connor Basilak, Sean Shivers, Cam Camper, DJ Matthews. They have all been great so far, but I want to see more out of them. Like Tom Allen said, uh, he was, I mean, he was very, he's stern with them with when it comes to games like this. You got to beat teams badly like this. These teams are no fluke. Uh, these are not the same teams as last season, uh, whether guys are transferring in, transfer out, go to the pros, whatever. Um, but it's not the same team as last year, and this is not the same team as last year for Indiana. You don't have, uh, what's the name? You don't have Penix. You don't have Penix. You don't have, uh, what was his, I I can't. I can't even think of last year's running back. I can't even think of it. Um, anyway, you get him. You got you lose Wap Fillier. I mean, I don't know. This team is 
okay right now, but they haven't shown their true potential potential of themselves. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's really hard to judge on what you're seeing at the moment. But, yeah. I think Indiana is definitely going to go bowling. And we'll talk about that more after this commercial break. Overall, I'm not very confident that Indiana can finish off the season in a very strong uh, manner. I mean, you got Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, Ohio State. You got all those teams, Rutgers and Maryland, that are very winnable games. But the only problem I have with Tom Allen is, can you execute them? Executing your games and winning them is very important in to be in being a into being a successful uh, college football team. And that's what the other teams have had. They can execute their way into winning. Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, all those teams, they have executed and have rose to expectations where their fans have very high expectations for them. While Indiana, they have not really executed very well and have left Indiana fans asking, what's next? What can Tom Allen do to bring us all back to what we wanted back in 2020 or when he was announced as the head coach? Overall, I don't know if Indiana can uh, hold off the the Big Ten race as I believe they will fall to either dead last or second to last in the Big Ten East and finish 6-7. and seven. They will either lose or win their bowl game. I have Indiana going 6-7 and seven. And this being a, another disappointment season, but this will this season should either be a make or break year for Tom Allen if he does not succeed in having a winning season or going to at least another bowl game, then he's got to go. He's got to go. It's like the Scott Frost uh, tenure. He just he was what was he sixteen and thirty one as a head coach in Nebraska. You cannot do that and think you're very successful. Last year they were 3 and 9, talking about Nebraska here. Nebraska was 3 and 9. All those games that they lost were in one score contests. They had every single chance to win that those ball games, but they just couldn't they just couldn't execute. And the same thing goes for Indian and Tom Allen. If they cannot execute their plan, then they will not be very successful in the long run, and I believe Tom Allen will be gone if he does not execute their plan this season. That being said, um, thank you for listening to this episode of What's Been Going On or What's Going On. Uh, My name is Jacob Mason, and I'll see you guys next week.